So Jake White was on some next level weirdness back in 2006 because <laughs> also at that point uh, France was saying it only started um, six matches for, for the Sharks at that point, all of which were at 10. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. Off the ball, daily. It's often I've been around in a tractor and a bottle of milk, so it's not, not just for this campaign, but uh, that's where I spent my days growing up. Um, and I'd say not only me, but I think a lot of the athletes on the, the Skibbereen rowing team uh, uh, that were on for Ireland at the weekend, especially are coming from farming backgrounds. And I think uh, that's where they got their uh, you know, endurance and strength and, and work ethic was, was from the ground up there working on those dairy farms back home. So it's no surprise to see them performing at the top level last weekend out in uh, the Czech Republic. So you developed a lot of your natural physical strength from farming, do you think, Paul? I think so, yeah. Um, do you know, my dad had a, a farm there when we were growing up, a few a few dairy cattle, and so we were always down there kind of chasing them around the field, gathering them up, getting them into the milking powder and lifting bags of, of ration and uh, manure and all this type of thing. So uh, I think, you know, we were building those capillaries and muscle fibres and mitochondria from from a young age and i think that's uh paid dividends now later in our in our rowing careers and a lot of similarities possibly as well between farming and rowing paul in that you know you've got to be timekeeping has to be important routine is important getting the work done would you find the similarities there i think so absolutely huge similarities you know going to bed early getting up early if you like though it's not essential farming with rowing we, we do a lot we can do a lot of the work on ourselves but um you know sometimes then uh you know, if, if there was like silage to be caught, everyone would pull together, uh, especially where I'm from, they're all kind of small farmers. They'd, they'd each bring bring their own tractors and trailers and, and help each other cut the silage and get it in and get the, the grass up onto the pit and get it all covered. So you kind of work together then as a team. So there's that team element as well. And uh, you, you get that in, in the rowing too. So um, in many aspects, they're, they're very, very much similar. Dairy is important part of any person's balanced diet for the calcium uh, component of it. What's your diet like during the week to be a lightweight rower, Paul? Um, my diet is good. It's full of dairy produce. You know, I have a lot of milk, yogurts and, and bits and pieces like that in my fridge. Um, but I think it varies a bit throughout, throughout the year. So now that I'm back in school, I'm probably not training as, as heavily as I would be before a, a competition or during the summer, so I uh, probably don't eat as, as much as I usually would, whereas Joe, you're in the ticket training for training twice a day. Um, you're just trying to, you're concerned about getting Joe enough calories in to get through the session and, and getting um, load, uh, a load more in uh, during the session to keep you going through it and for recovery and stuff afterwards. And so what happens then is you end up cutting out a lot of the, um, Joe, uh, salads and, and vegetables and stuff because they can be quite filling but not calorie dense um and and what we want is, is calories in the hard training but then when when you're not training so much you start to bring bring back those those things get in your at least five a day of your your fruits and vegetables i try and get more if i can i do enjoy a good salad is probably probably my favorite meal i have to say um uh yeah and uh i think you know, just generally, I like to try and eat well because I think your body will will thank you for it a bit a bit later on in life. Um, 
you know, obviously a few takeouts or uh, chips and burgers or something like this isn't going to kill you instantly either. And um, I do you know sometimes after a, a hard training session, you order some good carbohydrates and and fats and 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 protein in in those kind of things as well. So there's no harm in 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 a bit of that, you know. But uh, I think especially and 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 this is the thing like. People that aren't exercising as much can't be having as much of that stuff, and they should be eating healthier. And like I was saying earlier, people people would be saying, "Oh, you're an athlete, you have to be eating very healthy." But but actually, when you're an athlete and training, training a lot, you can afford to not quite be as be as healthy with the diet all the time. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of about the gist of it. With being a lightweight or then you have to cut a little bit of weight coming into racing. Um, but you just you have to be a little bit mindful then in, in the few weeks up to that but uh it's not uh not too bad so you're allowed to have hamburgers pizza chocolate beer are those things you sometimes indulge in paul um now and again yeah uh but like i was saying i'd, I'd be much more partial to a, a very well put together salad now than than uh you know some of those uh, uh, kind of takeaway meals um I do enjoy a, a non-alcoholic beer, actually, as well, from from time to time. Uh, I find that quite quite refreshing and good for the dehydration. So, um, the, that's good. But uh, I think generally milk would be my 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 drink of choice. Same as myself. Had a had a good liter of it today, Paul. Had a good liter. Um, <laughs> it just in terms of last weekend, Paul, fifth world title with Finton. Uh, obviously in the boat at the moment. How does it compare to the fifth and the first one? Do you have a different sense of what it means or how it feels? Uh, yeah, it's not uh, not something I've thought about too much. You know, I think at the time going through it, you'd. Um, You'd look on the result and and the regatta saying take from it what you can to try and improve. But then uh, aside from that, I don't think too much about it. And then trying to look back on it now, sure, it's it's hard to. I can't even remember what I felt like yesterday, you know, right. let alone a, a number of years ago. Um, so I I think and uh, I think just generally like trying to like summarize your happiness is is, is a, a very hard thing to do uh, especially when it's something in this so distant past and and something now i think it's it's almost impossible to make a comparison but um i've uh and i kind of enjoy the day-to-day stuff uh you know, as much as the the big race and it's in itself you know so i'd be kind of happy all the way along and and um what I've kind of found very interesting and challenging and, and enjoyable is um, the different uh, kind of experiences you have along the way. Um, and so this year, you know, I've been studying quite a lot and I've not been doing as much in the boat as, as in previous years, um, which has been, been good, you know. Um, and then I think to, to still get a, a good result in uh, last weekend was, was nice as well. Is it then a lot about repetition, Paul, that yourself and Finton know what you need to do in the boat? You know what the maybe the fractions of the race are, know how to get the strokes correct with the oar, and that you're just in a complete flow, and that's based a lot around what you're doing in training. I think so, yeah. Do you know, over the past number of years now we've been together, we've we've done a lot of mileage in the boat. Um, so we know how each other roll, but uh, even as apart from that, because we grew up in the same 
uh, area went to the same rowing club. We've we've had the same coaches uh, all the way up and same coach now. Uh, so our, our technique is is quite similar, um, and we kind of put put the emphasis on on the same parts of the stroke and stuff like that. So even if we're a parish, we kind of still uh, have that kind of same technical philosophy kind of built into us. And if we can maintain our own fitness, then when we we come together, then it uh, it just uh, works quite well. So, is there much talk in the boat? Do you talk, or is it all just based on the rhythms you feel in the chemistry in the boat? mostly yeah just just what you're feeling especially in a race you don't uh there's no words exchanged really uh and because uh, i mean you're going so hard you just uh you you wouldn't be able to talk um and in training say if we're in the boat training together there's not uh too much said but uh every couple of kilometers you'd, you'd stop up to have a drink or um, turn the boat to up the other side of the lake and, and we'd uh, just have a, a little small discussion, a few sentences. We'd, we'd say what, what each one kind of feels is is going well or not going well in the boat and what to work on then for the the, other, the next six kilometres before you, you stop again. And that's about it, really. Would you miss Gary in the boat? Obviously, the brothers, you still train with him a lot. Um, would you miss him? I mean, probably yes and, and no, you know. I, uh, it's like he's a different person to Finton. Um, and so you could say the same thing then if uh, I started rowing with someone else next year or whatever, you could be saying, would I miss Finton in the boat? And sure, I, I probably would because he has things that he brings to the boat. Joe Gary has things that he brings to the boat. They're both quite different uh, in terms of their, their temperament. You know, I think myself and Gary fought quite a lot with each other. Um and so when we stopped up, it was to be shouting and roaring at each other and, and giving out. And so, Joe, that's uh, not something you'd, you'd miss terribly, you know. <laughs> Some of it, all right, is, is okay now and again, and you get a bit of entertainment after it when, when tempers cool down. Uh, myself and don't really shout at, at each other uh, to that extent, uh, which is, is good too. And obviously the boat uh, goes pretty quick with, with Finton. So, um, you know, it's... Uh, a bit, a bit like that, I suppose. Is he still down in the regatta? Is he still training down in Skibbereen with you? Yeah, yeah, no, he's uh, he's training with me all the time still, and uh, he'll be looking to to have a good near year next year, and and he's going to try and get get back into the boat. But I'm I'm sure it's still very close. I mean, you've had a great journey. I mean, obviously the Rio thing and being on Grave North and all these things, and and putting yourselves out there in the world stage. Not that you probably plan to at all, you know. Uh yeah, I know we we've had uh had some good uh times over the years and uh I think not just when we were in the boat, but I think all the time generally, you know, and uh I think the older the older we get kinda of, the more we probably uh, appreciate each other. Um uh but yeah, I suppose some of those things you mentioned are probably not uh not things you'd have, have thought about at all growing up but uh uh, no, it's uh, he's he's uh, we we get on well, you know. We stay stay in contact and do a bit of training together now and again and stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, there was once a I think a a movie called The Loneliness of a Long Distance Runner. Uh, Paul, like when you're in a boat, like are you going so hard at it that you don't have time to think, or are you like just flooded with thoughts during a race? How does that work? Um, during a race, you're not. Not thinking a huge amount, really. 
Um, I suppose it's like that if you start to think about things too much, uh, it can you know, break the flow or whatever you want to call it. And you'd start making a mess of things. So probably the less, less thinking you do sometimes, the better. But you no, know, you do, you're watching uh, just a little bit how the, the race is unfolding. You're kind of looking at the, the other crews, see where they are, and and you're kind of uh, feeding that then into the feelings you're getting from your own body as to how hard you actually are going and you're kind of questioning yourself. Could am I going a bit too hard? Will I be able to maintain this or could I step it up a, a level now and, and maintain that then to the finish or, or whatever? So there is a, always some bit of a, a constant kind of processing going on. Um, uh, and yeah, you're trying, trying to think about little technical bits as well. But um, I suppose, yeah, it's... Uh, you know, you, you know, sometimes you you don't even think you're you're thinking. You know, has uh, Tokyo come into your mind much? Being an Olympic champion, what that means with Finton uh, is Paris in your head. Does it work that way with you? Uh, it doesn't really come into my head. I don't even know what it means. Uh, to be honest, um, I suppose you just kind of uh, you know you do it and you get it done, and then uh, you. Uh, Think about uh, race and the technical aspect uh, as as best you can, and 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 try and make improvements for the future. But then you kind of have to keep moving on as well, and and make some plans for ahead, and and just kind of focus on on that. Then, are you hungry about Paris? Are you hungry about the next Olympics? Hungry? Um, I suppose uh, that's probably one way to put it. Uh, but I think probably most most people would be, uh, you know, looking forward to it. Uh, athletes that are trying to get there to compete. Um, yeah, for sure. It's uh, uh you know, I think we've had a, a shorter lead into this uh, this one than than any of the ones gone by. Um, and so it's going to be the end of next summer will be the kind of first qualifying opportunity so uh we'd kind of be working through the, the, the winter with the aim of i suppose first trying to get that uh, qualification um and then once once you have that then you can i suppose aim, aim to get selection for the boat and then then you can start to think about the event then in itself if, you, if you've been kind of selected to, to go there so there's a job if you you've got a bit of a long-term goal and some some short-term goals then in, in between sure just to finish up paul Look, a great uh, week in the boat for other uh, Irish rowers. Katie O'Brien winning gold. Eva Casey, Margaret Kremen winning bronze. Uh, Sinisha Pusper, Zoe Hyde winning bronze. We're doing pretty well at the moment. Are you a close-knit bunch? Um, yeah, I think uh, uh, everyone everyone seems to get on quite, quite well together. I've been obviously away from the team quite a bit this past year because I've been, been studying a lot. Um, I, but it was great to see just some new younger faces, some of the under twenty three guys, uh, that were at the senior regatta. Then this time, so a lot of them were kind of first senior world championships, and and they just really performed uh, really well throughout all the rounds and made a great representation of of themselves. Um, do you know? So that was that was uh, absolutely fantastic. So uh, hopefully, uh, they'll they'll be able to make uh, more more steps on in in the years to come and. Obviously, you've mentioned, you know, the, the lightweight girls getting medals in Asia. Katie O'Brien won the Harrow Women's Singles Gold, so she's the, the world champion in, in that and uh, was in the final then in the, the Olympic class doubles gold with uh, her partner, uh, Stephen, 
who's relatively new to the sport uh, and they've been showing a, a great kind of upward trajectory as well uh, throughout the season. So, um, you know, hopefully if, if uh, those crews can keep getting better in, in the next few years, then uh, it'll, be, it'll be really, really, really good for rowing. So what's the rest of the year look like for you now, Paulie, going on holiday? Uh no, I'm I'm back to school now and uh back to I'm, medicine, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm in my fi- final year now, so uh, I'm hoping to make sure it's my last one. So I'm going to keep the head down in, in the books and make sure I don't don't fail my exams now during the year. That'd be a total disaster for me. So that's the the big goal for me, I think. What's the specialized subject? Oh, there's no no uh, we just kind of study Everything should be like the medicine, surgery, obstetrics, pediatrics, general practice. We kind of do uh, bits of all of it, really, uh, at this stage. And I think you'd like to get into, have you thought about that yet? Uh, I think down the line, I think I'll, I'll uh, go towards uh, surgery, but we don't have to make that decision yet. Absolutely not, Paul. Well, look, thanks so much for speaking to Off the Ball. Well done on the campaign with the National Dairy Council. Great to see you're supporting that cause. And also, well done again on last weekend with Finton, gold medal for Ireland in the World Championships and the Olympics to come in Paris. So thanks so much for speaking to us today. Thanks very much, John. Appreciate it. Off the ball, daily.